the city of angels is black and gold. You are listening to the Heart of LAFC podcast. And now, Joseph Zacker. Greetings, Los Angeles. Welcome to episode 296 of the Heart of LSE podcast. That's right. It's the eve of the CCL final first leg between LAFC and Club Leon. It's on, guys. It's real. I know a lot of you already down there. Happy that you guys are down there. Loving every bit of it and seeing all the partying going on and the preparation. Fair warning, though. I did see there was a huge bandarazo going on in front of Leon Stadium, so that's kind of interesting. We'll see how that all plays itself out. Uh, definitely, we wanted to get you guys the latest updates before we went. I know you've seen us a lot the last three days. Hey, you're going to see us again. Tony's here. Araceli's here. We're here to give it to you guys. It's on. Tony, how are you doing tonight? What's going on, you guys? I'm um, doing pretty well. Uh, excited for tomorrow and... You know, and excited for the Sunday uh, festivities moving forward with that too. So it's like, like I said, this is championship finals week. We have nothing else to focus on, and you know, we'll give we're going to give you the breakdown. And of course, congratulations to you two on the super pod and jumping on that one as well. And also, kind of happy I wasn't part of the loss to Carson because. The last time that happened, you was just saying, you know, I wasn't the friendliest person. Oh, I, I got I got my salt in. That's that's for certain. I think I got a little more salt on the super pod too. I can't help myself, guys. I'm a supporter. That's in my heart. I don't ever want to yield to anybody. So that's that. Araceli, of course, is on. It was amazing seeing you on the pod, uh, especially how you handled following up Philly in his in his opening monologue. Hats off to you. That was pretty darn brilliant. How are you, Araceli? Hey, I'm doing well. First things first, I'm sorry that I missed the last couple episodes, even here on our own pod. It's work has just been absolutely crazy. Good example, this past week, we had a total of 23 games. I am not joking. It was absolute chaos. So I definitely needed that little bit of time off. But now that things are starting to kind of go back to normal, Hey, I'm back. So it's good to chat with you guys again. And as far as like the super pod goes, I mean, hey, it is what it is. I'm used to it at this point, unfortunately, but you know, it, it's still fun either way. And I mean, oh, at the end of the day, it was just great to see a lot of those guys again. Cause even like I mentioned on the on the pod at the time, you know, we're all in the same space. We're all aware of each other and for some of us, more so of myself, you know, I don't have that privilege of seeing you guys consistently. So whenever we have those rare opportunities, you can't pass it up. Right. And and the pod fam has become bigger and better and stronger and, and closer, to be honest, um, as the years have passed by. You know, we all make sure to stop by and say hi to each other spend some time talking the game. I think we all talk way more off air than we do on air, even though it does sound like we're on air all the time. Uh, but it's a constant between the groups. And so to get us all together at one time, which is like herding cats, is pretty pretty impressive. And uh, shout out to to the team over at Defenders who, who got it done this time around. Uh, we have, you know, rotated from group to group to group to get it across the line. Uh, but good on them. You know, they've got the technology to pull it off and uh, – put in the effort it was hard work to, to definitely get one out especially as, as quickly as they did 
So uh, shout out to all of them for all they all, all they do for the culture and uh, yeah, getting us getting us to that next stage, right? Helping it along. So shout out defenders, well done guys, and well done to everybody that went on as well. Uh, everybody, I mean, really top end performances had all the talking points you could possibly imagine. Of course, we're on tonight to add a few more wrinkles to this this setup here, but uh, yeah, it was fun. It was a blast. I, I definitely enjoyed it, and I hope you guys did too. And if you're looking for it, it's out there. Uh, the link is open. I think Voices tossed it up last night, or actually today, um, shoulder to shoulder, and a few others did the night before. So it's it's out and about. Uh, definitely, definitely check it out. It's, it's pretty good coverage. Uh, of course, we can't get into this without actually getting you updates, seeing how it is. Um, I know the first thing that, that popped up, and we'll bring it up, is our guys – did have some interesting comments in the lead up to this thing. Uh, one, I think, stood out the most uh, as we got into it. But basically, they are in Leon right now. They landed one of our one of my buddies, uh, Chemo, who's on. He comes on all the time, Jose Bernal. He actually saw them at the airport getting off the plane. So the boys are in Leon right now uh, getting ready for this thing. And so it was interesting to hear the comments. Tony, of course, which comments stood out the most to you? Um. Yeah, he's one. Um, <laughs> the one that was set out the most, of course, was uh, Mr. Timothy Tillman uh, talking about Liga MX and how pretty much some trash talking about how the league is. And it's like they couldn't hold a candle to the MLS and overall any league in the world. And this is the first time I've, I think I've heard an MLS side in general, not just us and, and anyone, just, just like kind of clown them a little bit like that because usually it's the the like liga mx just clowning on us saying like oh you know this league we're better and all this stuff but i think this is the first time we're you know back to back seattle won it last year we have a chance to win it this year as as everyone doesn't want to say it but we are the favorites moving forward if everyone's put that as even when the final four was around around with philadelphia monterey and uh, uh leon we were still the heavily favorites to win it all yeah, I, I think it's a little bit naive on his part and also maybe a little bit lost in translation. Uh, really, uh, I do, because bluntness is kind of the thing, right? I mean, it, it I, I kind of expect him to be a bit blunt about his approach on this. Isn't I don't think he was German really. Thing, it is. <laughs> it definitely is. Uh, I'm trying to allude to that. Yes, yes. But uh, I think, yeah, again, a matter of fact about it, this is what, you know, he's been reading from it. This is what he's been seeing from it. Again, he hasn't got any experience playing as Liga Mekki's side, so I find that's a little bit interesting. Um, he's not 100% wrong um, that, you know, they'll find out the hard way if they're not ready, you know, tomorrow. Um, but tactics are definitely there. Uh, sometimes it's pretty exotic on these tactics. Y'all remember uh, Almeida and what he brought to San Jose? Um, experimental at times, but no, there's excellent coaching in the Mekis. And it's it's been, again, these teams are over a century or a little over a century old. Trust me, there's plenty of systems of play going on there. It's kind of, kind of an interesting jab, I'd say. But yeah, I wouldn't have gone that way. That's for sure. I wouldn't want to find any reason to put something on somebody's locker room wall, but he did it. He definitely did it. Um, I guess that kind of exudes the confidence. Araceli, your, your take on that? No, I mean, I, I'm trying to think a little bit more of how to go about this because, I, I mean, I know what you're talking about, but there's been so much just 
been coming out on, yeah. especially on Twitter and Instagram the last couple of hours. But other than that, I mean, it's always fun to see our guys just kind of banter a little and, you know, just kind of having fun down there. Yeah, I, I, maybe that's where, where he's going with it. Is maybe he's just a little tongue-in-cheek with it. I mean, from his position where he's playing at, yeah, definitely he's going to have to focus on those one-on-ones. Uh, I get it. It's going to be a grind. It's going to be tough. Uh, I can guarantee you uh, they will try to overload in the midfield. So maybe that's just where his preparation's at. He knows where it's coming for him on that end. But big picture, trust me, uh, you don't don't underestimate the tactics. That would be that would be bad, bad news. So, all right, let's get into it. Of course, game is tomorrow, 7 p.m. kickoff. Uh, it, it's looking pretty wild. I see a lot of our supporters actually got into the into the uh, attached hotel for the stadium. Check you guys out for doing that. I know last time we went, it didn't happen that way. Um, but it's on. Game is sold out. It's ready to go. It's huge. Uh, you got to realize they've been planning on this one for a long time, just like we have. This is the one they don't have. Uh, and so it is lined up. It is ready to go. Now, looking at Leona again, we did cover a little bit on the last episode. They are definitely a Jekyll and Hyde club this year. Sometimes they look like the best club in their league. Other days they look like one of the worst. Um, I would just give you guys this warning. Even though they lost to San Luis, right? They got knocked out of the playoffs. Just look at their form against Tigres. That's all you got to look at. How did they handle Tigres? How do they handle a top-end player that dominates in the lineup? And that's what you're going to look at for us and what we're going to have to deal with. They left Tigres basically wondering what the heck to do by the end of all of it. They were baffled offensively. Tony, am I wrong in this? But it did seem to me like they found a way to take on a team that's technically favored. Oh, no, yeah. Again, they, they're they not a team to look upon. They're a very top team, even when we did face them last time, they were again, they were f- one of the what, the favorites to win it all. And mm-hmm. that got thrown out of the boat. But again, you can't, you can't throw it out with them. They know how to mark when they've played a team and they know what their main striker is. Like they know the tactics they need to move. They have to put out to move forward. Yeah. And, and, and like slip said last episode, do you really think that Liga Mekis was their main focus this year? Or was it the CCL when they knew that was going to happen? Really, what was the real focus here? I think they're where they want to be <laughs> at the end of the day, uh, just like we are. This is what they wanted. Yes, a long time off, a lot of time to, to, to mend some wounds, but this is it. It's on. This is what they were waiting for. This is what they were planning for. And now, Tony, you want to give a little bit of history, not only in form, but, but long term for this team and, and its trajectory and why they're here mm-hmm. and what it took to get here, right? Oh, yeah, 100%, because I feel like, um, most people don't understand the history of with this club. I've again followed Liga MX since I was a kid because MLS was was a thing, but again, didn't really care too much. I've been part of it with MLS 1.0 and know the history of that. But as as a kid growing up from a Mexican descent family, Liga MX was my gateway through for football and everything like that. And um, everyone's saying like they have a month on, but remember they play two conferences like like Apatura and the Cosa And so if when they get knocked out, they're still training, like it's ready for the next season. So they've never had a time off. Like half the time when the season's over, it's like, okay, cool. They take it lightly. They're still training for the next season already. Like, so don't expect them to be half, half, half ass. And again, with the history with them, they are one of the most touted clubs in Liga MX before they got knocked down to the second division. 
They won it, what, they were 1948, 1949, 1952, 1956, back like championships in 92. And then they, when they finally came back in 2012, they won it again in 2013 and 2014 and again in 2020. And also they're the first Mexican uh, Campeonosismos. So the first, so if people don't know, it's the first team to win the Mexico Cup and the... Um, the uh, championship for them so they're one of the first teams so they're well known they've they have a history i remember when they first come came back into the league it was like fanfare it was like we have a team that's that's not america that's not chivas that's won multiple championships overall and they've kept their history and kept up in a, yes they've changed the rules where you can't drop down to division one or division two anymore but this is a club you cannot take lightly no, not at all. And and the plan was to get here. You know, I mean, really, this was the focus. Uh, yeah. And and us looking at us and them looking at us. Look, last time we took them out, it was a surprise to them. Right. They were shocked. They underestimated us. We didn't fare well in the first match over there. We didn't look that great. They underestimated us. You can guarantee this game. They're not underestimating anything. They're not taking anything for granted and they know we're stronger now than we were then. They're not going to take that for granted. Expect the tough game, expect issues out there, expect the dark arts, anything to get across the line going to be different. Um, the other thing that I, I mentioned on the super pod as well, for those who didn't get to jump on to see it, their goals per match is higher than ours. This last half season. Okay. They're averaging more goals per game than we are. And when we win, we win with three, right? It's kind of a thing with us. Well, they average 2.3 a game. Again, they score goals. Now, do they concede a lot? Yeah, they concede over a goal, almost a goal and a half a game. So you could see where the openings are. But it is not anything that you can figure. We, oh, we'll just hold these guys. No, they've got weapons. It could be a shootout. We got to be prepared for that. Tony, you got something to say? Jump it on, man. Go for it. Uh-oh. Oh, sorry. Yeah. sorry, I thought I I lost uh, service for a second because they froze on me, and I was like, and that's why no. I was like, oh, thank you, God. Like, whew, sorry. <laughs> you're good. You're good. Yeah, we see you there, man. You're fine. You're fine. Arisola, do you want to jump in on that as well? No, I think you explained it perfectly there, more or less, really, just kind of expect the unexpected because I will be the first to admit, you know, I haven't really been following Club Way On lately, especially in the last three years that the last time that um, LEFC met them for the CCL because that was something I even mentioned on the Superpod is I remember being at the bank for the second leg and that match was just intense. The atmosphere was intense. The the run of uh, form. So if they're still anything like they were three years ago with the way they attack, it's definitely going to not only be a great matchup, but I am curious to see if they're looking at it as almost wanting revenge in a sense. So their fans do, right? has to be on their A game. Yeah. Yeah. They have to be. I mean, you know, the fans are out for revenge. There's no doubt. We embarrass them. <laughs> All right. So it's going to be intense for those who are down there. I guarantee it's going to be intense in our own house. There's going to be a lot of their supporters in our stadium. Uh, but yeah, as an organization, they definitely are looking for revenge. We got to be ready for that. Uh, I did see how the players were coming in. The only pictures that I got so far are players that we kind of expected to see out there. 
Um, maybe a few little surprises, as I saw Ordas was on the trip and Duenas as well. Not a surprise there, but I did see those those guys on the on the on the tarmac there. Um, did you guys see any surprise names or any faces? You're like, oh hey, they're back in the lineup from the pictures uh, you guys were seeing. Jillian Gaines is with the team. That kind of surprised me a little. That kind of suggests somebody's hurt and didn't travel, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. All right, Tony. I don't think I don't think see anyone. Like I said, it's been very quiet, which it should be, because again, yeah. any information that's going to be leaked out I, is the best way. Just show the people who are healthy. Um, we already know who the questionables are. Uh, one is uh, I wish, like I said, I I wasn't on there for the other pod, but I did see um, the the three training Kilini. Mm -hmm. uh Kilini Acosta and uh Morillo training the, the game before for against Carson so that was uh very healthy and again it's been a week so we'll see how long they've trained and see if they're healthy ready and I if Kilini does travel if he's there I think he's mostly used for second half or used for the second game just yeah. so he can recover better the updates from Leon are the same. No updates as well. We did see Max in training. Obviously, he's not traveling yet. He's not ready yet. Uh, but figure early June is what they're saying. Again, he's in training already. So uh, limited, of course, but he's there. Uh, do you think you think Acosta is going to dress for this thing? He said he was training already, right? Yeah, he was training. Yeah. Like I said, he was doing he was doing the whole like, you know, warming up before the game. And he was in city clothes after the game. But it was... Again, it, it was like he getting in self shape. So if if he if we see him tomorrow, it's going to be second half, not a starter. And if yeah. we see if anything, we see him the second game as a starter. So there it is, there it is. All right, looking at the rest of the lineup again, injury status has not changed. It's going to be up in the air as to what we're going to see um, in terms of those players. But I would assume none are ready to start. Just treat it that way. You would have seen, would have seen more from them, more comments if it was really something leading into that. Um, for their side as well, no big names missing. Jose Rodriguez, Jose David Ramirez, no change, no change at all. Last the last night of this thing, we gotta assume their lineups gonna remain the same. Now, we all know who their leading scorer is. It's Angel Mena. As far as I know, he's still healthy, so he'll be ready to go. You should expect him out on the right wing, right mid. That's where he plays. Out right, drifts in. No shock there. Sometimes goes around the defender, but expect him to drift into position. That is what he does. Other name to work at, watch out for uh, is a John Meneses. Uh, again, four goals, one assist. That's what we did in the last term. Uh, Leonardo Ramos, three goals, five assists. Yeah, again, weapons everywhere. Jonathan uh, from Shoulder to Shoulder mentioned on the last podcast as well uh, that eight different players were involved in scoring this year. Yeah, there's nothing to really uh, say that they aren't going to be there. The other interesting name I think that's interesting is Joel Campbell, who comes off of the bench. Watch out for him as well as their super sub in this game. I don't expect him to start, but that's going to be there. Now, against Atletico San Luis, they did bring their A game, their A roster, what we might expect for this, which was a 4-4-2 setup. 4-4-2. They had Alvarado and Davila up top, Mena on the right, Romero and Angulo in the middle, Hernandez on the left. Frias and Barrero were your backs, center backs. Moreno, Rodriguez were your outside backs with Cota. Again, always Cota, right, as your goalkeeper. Now, Tony, you didn't get the chance to answer this, so I'm going to give you a chance to answer this now. Looking at the lineup, who are you most worried about going into this thing? Um, so out of all the names, I feel like Luis Montez is the one that kind of got lost in the shuffle. He is their, like, 
may be their secret pick. Again, he does have three assists in the season, but his like he's the highest rated in if you do for FOB or uh foot mob ratings mm-hmm. he's the highest mm-hmm. rated person so it's like he's one of the thing one of the players that i would look out for um especially with him moving around kind of thing because again they play a similar style that we do it's not a 4-4-2 but it's like the same as we do we do have 4-2-2 but we, we have like people interchanging running wings and stuff like that well they do that too see that's the thing we're talking about tactics right they do shift it they don't play typical they mm-hmm. don't. They are very pragmatic as to who their opponent is. It, it's going to be difficult. I'm telling you. It, it could. You could see this 4-4. Oh, they list for, trust me on this. They will change it up. They will change up to match who they're playing against. It's not going to be something typical that you always see. They are well managed. They really are. Uh, it's just, again, Jekyll and Hyde, where their energy is at, is a little inconsistent. But in the big games to them, that's when they stepped up. Again, I wouldn't look too much into San Luis. I would definitely look into the Tigris. Uh, they had three games in a row against each other. One, I think it's a throwaway, but the other two definitely take it serious. The one that they did lose to Tigres, let's be real. They should have done better in that game. I think they were the better team. They just caught, got caught. They got caught late in the half, and, and that's what got them. We should, of course, take that for our own side and go, hey, this is what it's going to be. Um, all right, Tony, you want to get into the club and community and get into the watch parties, or we want to go right to the comments? Um, let's go into club. Yeah, let's go into comments for a second. Like, right, you cool. know, sounds good, guys. So definitely join this conversation. We want to hear from you guys as we preview this thing. Here we go. Let's see who's made it on in the night before. Tell us if you're nervous. I know you're all nervous. Let's see where this plays itself out. It's Jibble is on. Jason Ariano is on, and he says, bring on Leon. There we go. Anthony Bernudez bringing up memory lane here. Says, remember 2020 when Rossi ended Leon? Yeah, he did. We have a better player than Rossi now out there, so that's nice too. All love to Rossi, though. Made history for us. Uh, Daniel Angel says, heart of Los Angeles fam, what is good? CCL final eve. Man, it is It is there. It is definitely there. Um, this is definitely one, whether you've gone or not, whether you're in town, you don't want to stay home alone for this thing, right? You want to get out there and be amongst the other supporters, other fans, and get out to that watch party. So, yes, get ready for final eve. Dave Gomez, hi, y'all. There he is. Good stuff on Dave jumping in on the super pod as well. We saw the comments, man. Good work, dude. Good work. Daniel on Hill says, I don't take Timmy's comment as a diss. If you watch the, the final Tigris Chivas after Tigris equalized, you can see that tactics were abandoned. It was just try everything and leave it all out there. It's a cup final though, right? I mean, that game was, that game was all over the place. I it really was. It didn't make much sense at all. Like I said, I was done with it after the two, nothing figuring it was over. And then <sighs> Chivas tanked, right? I mean, they, they gave it up. And then took a red card eventually as well. And uh, all bad things there, man. It just didn't work out for them. Uh, but yeah, it, it pretty amazing. Uh, Jason Ariano says, yep, cannot take Leon lightly. They want revenge from 2020. Daniel also says, so maybe does employ tactics, but finals are finals and everything goes out the window. Even Marco Garces echoed the sentiment about tactics, not generally, but at least when it comes to finals. I would throw this back at you guys. It's probably like when we play a certain club down the street that that is no longer employing people that we love to employ, uh, where when we play them, all of a sudden you just throw it all out and whatever happens, happens, and whoever grinds the best wins. Maybe that's the suggestion that Marco's getting at. Um, but 
Yeah, I mean, again, it's going to take a grind to win things. They're cup finals. That's why guys like uh, Ryan Hollingshead is the guy that's the hero of the day or, or some random player that you don't expect to be the big goal scorer is one that puts one across the line. Mario in the final, right? Um, it, it, it will take that. Somebody does a little bit extra that wasn't expected to do extra, and you get what you need. So on that end, Daniel, you are correct, uh, but you still got to have a footing, right? You still got to have a plan. Uh, Ox in the mix. Then he also said Marco Garces also mentioned that they played two friendlies. Yeah, they did. They did. I mean, you expected that, but it's a warm up. It's not a competitive match, but they're, they're fine. They're ready for this. Don't worry. <laughs> they're going to come out as hard. I guarantee that and healthy. Uh, Dave Gomez says it's go time. A final is a different beast. Very true. Very true. Wolf in the mix. Here we go, David Day. Tomorrow, bigger games than MLS Cup. It is bigger than MLS Cup. This is the big one. This is the one our club's been aiming for. You got to get to MLS Cup first. That's your qualifier. Treat it that way, okay? This is the story. This is the one. David Day also says, Salute to Tigres, Liga Mekis champion. We'll see them down the line. Yeah, dude, I'm happy for them too, honestly. Uh, good for them. They, they got across the line. They got the job done. Uh, pretty amazing stuff. I will say um, on Chivas's end uh, good on them for getting to a final again. Right. It's been a while. So uh, again, anytime you can see a new face in the final or an old familiar face that hasn't been around in a while, bring on the show, right? All good things. Let's see. David day talks about the Megapod. Yep. I, it was fun. Definitely fun. And David, we weren't going to say it, but you did. Thank you for doing that. I won't say it on days like this, but uh, Klein out Rose Bowl is going to be fun. Klein is out, but all the all the familiar faces are in, except for one that's possibly getting extradited out of the country. Um, yeah, fun times, fun times. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm sad. I'll be honest. I'm sad. I was really familiar. I, I was really looking forward to him staying for the next, you know, 20 years. But we all know in sports, everything's a temporary uh, setup. So he's out. Same cast of characters, like I said, that actually affect the matches are in until that changes. Yeah. The other thing I did here is that a lot of other people are out at that club as well, that they're going through a restructuring in terms of business as well. And in some cases, some pretty rough ones of people that aren't really, I would say, troublemakers in the movement, but actually people that have jobs and have livelihoods that just lost them. So on that end, uh, it, it's more than just Klein. Uh, where they're they're going through some changes. So to those people, I do feel really bad for them. Uh, there's a lot going on there that we don't know. Uh, it seems pretty 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 heavy on the day down in Carson. That's for sure. Uh, Marvin Chavez, pump for tomorrow. Yeah, we are, man. There you go. Uh, Ox, I see your mom's not feeling so well, man. Uh, again, our wishes, our prayers, your way, dude. Uh, hoping she's gonna be okay, man. That's for sure. That's for sure. Jason Ariano, client in or client out, still clowns. Yeah. I mean, they are out there. Again, it doesn't change anything. He's gone. Problems are still there. So, yeah. And they're not playing tomorrow. So they're pretty irrelevant at this moment. The only way they get headlines is dysfunction. So good for them. Um, David Day it might be a battle of the two best defenses in CONCACAF. It might be, but they've had their moments, man. Like seriously, and in our in our case, it's health. <laughs> Where are we gonna be back on that back line? Like, what are we at? I can't tell you that no matter who we've had, we've done well. So 
this will be tough. This will be tough. <laughs> Marvin's calling for Chris, uh, Chris Klein 2.0 with a different spelling. <laughs> Working from the back like the Wizard of Oz, right? Um, and then Ox, again, brother, prayers your way, man. Hoping, hoping she's okay, dude. All right, guys, thank you for the comments. We're going to jump on with you guys one more time before we go on this episode. Yes, it's not going to be the longest one we've ever done, but we just want to make sure you guys are ready for tomorrow. So definitely stick around and jump in with whatever else you want to add in as we keep going. Uh, but we're definitely going to move into community news. Uh, there is a lot of watch parties tomorrow. There's a lot of places to check out. We want to make sure that you're not missing out on any of those. So Tony is equipped, ready. It's time to share, right, sir? Let's yes, it is. It. Um, so I, hopefully you guys did really well with the notes I left you. I know there wasn't a lot of community to go around, but I know there was the big event that happened today. So shout outs to the giveaway in Lyon for um, for anyone of you who, who donated. Thank you again. Um, continuing with that, of course, we still have the Mo Facio futsal court that we need to build. Uh, you have to just go on to lafc.com slash, uh, slash mo dash fascio, donate a dollar, donate 10, donate whatever you can. And of course, the other thing is um, 3252 membership is still open. This helps with TIFOs, which be surprised, be not surprised since I was gone for the last game match and I was, yeah. Um, TIFOs, drums, a way to ticket allotments for the people who are out there so it's easier to get tickets and also when away days like this happens you're one of the first in line to get this so remember to sign up pay your 30 dollars in respect and you know get the scarf the pin and discount on the on merch at hq um with that being said as well um we the next pod is will be pride month and we'll start that off with a special guest coming forward with that one so stay tuned for that i did pick up my new pride jersey for the warm-ups from last year, from this year and if you i'm tr gonna try to find a lfc patch to sew on because if you go on the adidas website there's a black one of that one hmm. but really? there's no yeah there's a black one and there's no uh mls patch on it just says adidas and it's and it's the same similar but there's no lafc patch or no mls patch so i am looking for an lafc Crest to put on that one because it's going to be looking sick on that one. And now for the big moment is the watch parties. If you're not in Lyon, as I saw most people who are, I know a lot of people flew out yesterday and this morning. So Cuervos will be at Best Balls at 6331 Woodley Avenue in Van Nuys, uh, 9146. Uh, Expos will be at House of Football, 490042 at York Boulevard, Los Angeles, California. Um, Black Army will be at uh, Progress Brewing uh, at 9624 El Ponte Street, South El Monte. TSG will be at Beer Gardens at 206 Northwestern Avenue, Los Angeles, California. And of course, as we have the Megapod, there is a, also a big viewing watch party at uh, Fox Theater in Pomona. Uh, free family friendly uh, food and drinks. It's pretty much Empire Boys crew, Panama uh, Casuals. I think that is that their group called Panama Casuals. Yep. Yeah, yep. Uh, D9U, Inland Empire, and AV Viba will be there. So if you guys can make it to any of those, uh, go with that. There is one for also in San Diego. I believe they're going to be at the Tap 
uh, tap room again. So I will post these tomorrow morning. Get yourself out there. Support. If there's chanting involved, go full 90, even though we are not there. Support the team the best way you can because they they'll, will need to give them everything because we have not won in Lyon ever since we played only one game there. But again, this is a different team. Last time we breed them, we literally threw everything on the wall. But these are the watch parties to move forward. And that is it for club and community news. There we go. That Fox one looks pretty darn amazing. It really does. Um, if you guys are out that way, definitely go to it. Again, near any of these, all groups always welcome. It is full community welcome. Um, and we encourage it. You know, I know Black Army events, we always have multiple groups at our events. It, it's it's who lives in the area. It's a weeknight. We get it. Um, we want you to come out. You know, the more the more visitors, the more friends, the better. So go out there and have a good time. That is for sure. Uh, we caught, talked about 3252 membership. Aracel, you know what that means is LAFC2 update. <laughs> Real quick, I want to agree with you that the Fox Theater does sound like a lot of fun. Like I was just looking at Southwest right now to see if I could pull off a morning flight. I can't, but <laughs> I'm sure I'll just have a, just as much fun in my living room. Other than that, moving on to LAFC2, there's really not much of an update. I, I'm not sure if Bam mentioned this on the last show, but LEFC 2 did lose in Tacoma 3-1 to one on penalties. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, although this coming weekend, if you want a little... I, I, I don't know if you want to label it as like an LEFC pre-show maybe to the big day on Sunday, but on sat- this coming Saturday, LEFC 2 will be back in Fullerton to host the Houston Dynamo. Kickoff is set for 7 p.m. Pacific time. If you cannot make it out to the match, it will be free to stream on MLSNextPro.com. As I've said in the past before, I highly recommend everyone check out a match because although it has been a, l- a little frustrating, I'm not going to sugarcoat it because right now they still have a record of 1-4-4. The games are still a lot of fun to watch. It is an amazing atmosphere and much credit to all of the supporters who do go out to all the games. We can hear you loud and clear through the podcast, and we just love it. So thank you to those who make it out to the games. And if you're able to go out, I highly encourage it. Yeah, it's a good time out, guys. Definitely, definitely, if you can, do. Um, I know a lot of us will be putting in some work and getting prepared and, and uh, again, calm before the storm, right, uh, the next day, which is going to be total madness. So that is that. Now, uh, we will be definitely uh, joining in and doing a podcast on Friday, like was mentioned by Tony. Um, it's going to be a big one. We'll, we'll throw the promotion out there pretty soon right after uh, the match on Wednesday night. We'll do our best to get it up there to you guys. Uh, look for it Thursday, but really we will come on on Friday. That's when the show is going to be. Uh, it's going to be worth it. Check it out. I think we're going to have all hands on deck for that one as well. So bring it, have it. Um, now onto the LAFC Vinyl Club minute. I didn't really put much into it outside of you know what I like to listen to before games. My lead up for that. I think that's pretty much where I'm going to run with it. But I think Tony, you have one that you want to throw too, right? Um, are you good? You want me to keep going on mine? I'd say you go on yours. Right. I'm like trying cool. to think of one. I was like, I don't know. One. So I'm gonna actually throw it to the comments. What do you guys like to listen to in the lead up to big matches? Ooh. Let's see what you guys got. 
Um, on my end, I'm going to throw up. I like late, lately. I've been listening to a lot of Highly Suspect. I really like their music in the lead up to matches. Um, three albums that are big to me: The Boy Who Died Wolf, uh, Mr. Asylum, MCID. Uh, those are the albums that I really like from them. I'm a big fan of that group, and it's just cool to listen to it on the way. If not, it's going to be Rammstein. Not going to lie, pregame definitely Rammstein finds its way in. Uh, Aerosoli, do you have any preferred songs in the lead up to matches, or you know your? Oh, I definitely have a lot of hype songs when it comes up go. for that. Oh, man. Um, my biggest one is always ACDC. I, my dad raised me on ACDC. So the Hell's Bells is always my go-to. Your dad raised you right. <laughs> I'm just going to say that right now. Hell's Bells is always amazing. Always amazing. Uh, giving me the old St. Pauli vibes right now. So that's cool. That's super cool. Tony, you got preferences, man. Um, Actually, since we are in Mexico, um, there's one uh, <laughs> band I've been listening to recently. I've just kind of been going back to my oldies of what my parents used to listen to. Uh, and it's um, el, La Banda Valatar Show. If you guys know who that part, um, there's one song that is uh, very... Uh, Famous from them is a uh, me or provoke me, and it's a very uh -huh. okay. <laughs> that's what I've been listening to that that album, the uh, provoke album, especially with that song. So if you wanna, since we're in the in Mexico, you know, do like what the Romans do. <laughs> I love it. Good stuff, man. Good stuff. See, that's the right way to go about it. We've all got our styles, which gives us the opening to talk to you guys. What do you like to listen to? And, of course, get your final comments of the day before we wrap this babble up. Nope, it's not the longest episode tonight. There's a reason for that. Game's tomorrow. Got to get ready for it. People are traveling. We don't want to waste too much of your time and give you the updates that we can as we get them. So let's do it. Let's get into comments. What do you guys got for albums? Let's see where they're at on this one. Let's have fun with this one. Ooh, Marvin Chavez. He's going with the Deftones. Nice, nice. Having some flashbacks to one NHL uh, NHL game where it was Deftones all the time. So dig it. Uh, Bam. Bam is here. By Bam's at work. Just want to let you guys know that. He's okay. He's feeling good, getting better, doing what he's got to do. So much so he's back to work. So that's why we're, we're missing Bam tonight. Um, he says, Tiesto Lethal Industry is his hype song. Nice. Marvin, all of us are Deftones fans at some level. I ain't going to lie. There's some good stuff, dude. So no doubt. Uh, Carlos C is all about Rage Against the Machine. Gets him ready for the game. I dig it. Like it. Ooh, Juan Villa getting in there. He says Black Sabbath, Children of the Grave. Going old school. So you're not alone. You're not alone, Araceli. See, there's some good classic rock getting into the mix right here. Uh, let's see. Ooh, all right. That's what we got. I see. I see Ox is showing some love to Bam. So I'll throw that up there because I saw it pop up right away. Good stuff, guys. Good stuff. All right. Let's get to some more comments before we go today. Um, <laughs> Dave Gomez says the LAC beer travel will be in his living room in Amsterdam Nord. Yeah, I know, man. I know. We can't wait to have you back here again at some point, dude. Definitely need to need to share one uh, at the tailgate at some point. Right, unless somehow, some way, we all find our way to Amsterdam, which would be even cooler. Not gonna lie, that would be way cooler. But uh, yeah, man, good to you, man. I'm just happy you're on with us tonight, like every night, making it happen. Um, dude, we're we're we're, we're honored to have you on, dude, for sure. 
uh ox says let's get that win for tomorrow for those who travel stay safe out there yeah i didn't get too heavy on that i'll do that on the, on the closing uh but he's right be careful out there follow follow the instructions um if you're in the chat for Wanawato or for the for the match chat it is out there i know you guys have it listen to it follow the instructions get to the places where you need to go and don't get left behind um hope everyone enjoys the match tomorrow from ox as well uh he also don hill on hills also says will there be more supporters this time than the leon leg in 2020 are they going to span the cage or will black and gold be scattered around from what i understood there is more there was still room to fit more in the cage the last time so i'm pretty sure that's where they're going to be on that end if it's more than that of course they're going to be near there as well quadrant you know with the quadrant and all that um there is space in front of that too. So those of us that were crazy enough to take family along, the minute you show there with show up there with kids in the cage, they kick you out of the cage. Fair warning on that. But they put you in front of the cage so you're not too far away from your own people. Um, just fair warning on that end. I got that experience and got booted at one point out of the cage and then found my way back in the cage. But yeah, it happens. Uh, let's see. Daniel Angel says, very bummed not to be at the 3252 fam in Guanajuato. Uh, next international away day, I promise though, I'll be at Beer Garden. Uh, if you go to a watch party, tip your bartender well, want to rip the 3252. Here's the deal, guys. As, as tough as it is, and the ones who are down there will tell you when they come back, um, as tough as it is from whistle to whistle, honestly, it's a beautiful place to visit, especially Guanajuato. Uh, the people are amazing. Um, I had amazing times out there. Uh, shout out to Louis Olniak, who runs their uh, English pod out there, the one English pod for Leon, and runs the media for them as well. A lot of media for them, English media. Uh, shout out to him because I actually ran into him the last time I was in Guanajuato and we got to hang out for one night with some of the boys. Um, very late night, but again, expert on it. Good, good guy to meet up. I'm sure he's met up with some of you guys already. Uh, but shout out to him again. All love, dude. But from whistle to whistle, you know where we all stand. Uh, good stuff. Uh, well said, Daniel, on hell. All right. Anybody else? Let's see. Wolf did want to throw in his. It was rage as well. Dig it, man. Dig it. And I think that's our comments for the night. Good stuff, guys. Guess that's time again, right, Tony, where we start wrapping things up, calling it a day, getting you all set for the evening, get some rest, get ready for tomorrow. That's right. It's our time. It's our time to say goodbye. We can't do that without final thoughts. And we can't do it, of course, without thanking you guys. So, Araceli, I'm going to have you start off with final thoughts. <laughs> of course you would start with me. Um, <laughs> it, my final thoughts are kind of the same as always. Safe travels for all of those who are traveling down to Leon. I see that a lot of you have already made it down there safely. You're already enjoying the pre-CCL festivities i think some of them are doing karaoke as we're yes, recording <laughs> that looks a lot of fun i ain't gonna lie but other other than that um i mean definitely you know watch each other you know keep um each just, just keep in mind of everything that's going around be aware of your surroundings i know i'm sounding like your typical mom now so other than that if you're not in leon Enjoy the watch parties. Make sure you always have that second option. You know, call an Uber if you need to. Other than all of that, I mean, hey, we've already said it. It's going to be a big match, and let's go get it. 
That's right. That's what we're going to do. Thank you, Araceli. Well said. Tony, final thoughts, sir? Um, final thought is be safe out there. Um, watch each other's back. Have fun as best as you can. And then be ready for the return trip. Because I know a lot of you are making a return trip right after the game is out there in the morning. Everything like that. So be out safe. Drink responsibly. For other people going to the watch parties, same thing. Uh, get there safe. Get there early. Drink responsibly. Watch out for each other because... You, it's everything and since spam's not here you know the thing that we always say is it's okay not to be okay reach out reach out to us um some people have reached out to us and you know we can be there when we can't and help each other out we like i said more willing to help out as best as we can um on top of that you know we're back it's a championship again we're back in the finals so let's see how we do it's very uncommon for just an MLS team for in recent years to keep doing this multiple times. So the, the tide has changed. So support 24 seven, hundred percent, just keep going, go at it and do the best you can. Well said. And yes, look out for each other, protect each other, help each other. We're a community. We're here for everyone at the end of the day. If they're wearing the black and gold, look out for them. If you're in Guanajuato, if you're at one of the watch parties and you're seeing somebody's gone a little bit too far on the day, give a helping hand, right? If you're seeing somebody that does need help, help them. Um, for those who are going to the watch parties, again, be careful. Be careful. Enjoy it. Have a good time. Have a great time, but not too great of a time, right? And go home safe. That's what's important at the end of the day. For those traveling, again, look out for each other. Um, it can get sketched post-game. If you got time to listen to this, it's pretty amazing. You guys should be having one heck of a time right now. Um, look out for each other, right? Don't let anybody walk home alone. That that that's one thing for sure. Um, and come back safe. Um, for those on game day, um, I know those down there are already going to do what they're going to do because they've been there. They're we're we're pretty battle ready on this one. Uh, they're gonna they're gonna sing it through. They're gonna get it done. We're gonna be louder than the last time. And I know this. For those of you up here, get ready for Sunday right? Have fun at this one. Get leg one out of the way. Refocus. Be ready for setting. No matter what the score is, whatever happens tomorrow, anything can happen on the second leg. We already know this. So instantly after that whistle blows, let's get ready for the next one because it's going to be our moment to make history. And it's not like it's something that's common either. Like Tony says, in truth, we're only the second team potentially that could win this for MLS in this format third team overall that's it guys it's not a common thing to happen it might feel like that because seattle did it but it's not we're changing the game again if we pull this off so history is to be made this is our chance this is our opportunity and at the end of the day of course to close this show out the word of the day i'm going to throw it to you araceli of course you got it go for it stay golden tony Stay golden, Los Angeles. And from me to all of you, stay golden, Los Angeles. Thank you for listening to the Heart of LAFC. Make sure to leave us a rating and review on iTunes or Stitcher. Shoulder to shoulder, the black and gold is taking over.